every year we have the Forbes magazine bringing out the list of the richest people in the world. And uh, there are some people who continue to remain on that list and uh, they've been on there for years and they've had uh, continuous wealth and they've had uh, residual wealth. Uh, they've uh, turned their profits into more profits and more profits and they go from being millionaires to billionaires and uh, some of them are now becoming multi-billionaires and uh, that's the world we live in. But I want to introduce you to a man who was uh if he lived in in today's day he would not just be a millionaire or a billionaire but he would be probably a trillionaire and uh if we were to convert all of his wealth and riches that he had in his time and convert it into today's currency he would stand head and shoulders way above any of our uh, multi-millionaires or billionaires that we have not only in this country but around the world and we do have some wealthy people people who have uh, worked hard and and uh, accumulated uh, riches and some people have inherited from uh, their family and they have been uh, families and generations of wealth that has uh, gone down through several families but here is a man a man called Solomon and in one of my other uh, podcasts, I shared with you about how God came to him and told him, uh, I have unlimited resources, just ask me for anything that you want. And at that point in time, Solomon could have said, I just want you to just write me a big check and just to uh, give me some money or whatever it is. And he, he did not even ask God for any material thing. He says, God... I, I am a ruler over this nation and I do not understand how to govern these people and how to rule. And so I want you to give me wisdom and understanding. And his request pleased God. And God says, okay, Solomon, I'm going to give you wisdom. I'm going to give you understanding. I'm going to give you knowledge. I'm going to give you insight and, and those things that you've asked for. But in addition to the wisdom and in addition to the knowledge and the understanding. I'm going to give you wealth and riches, and you are going to be one of the richest men, in fact, the richest man that ever lived. And I am pleased that you, that's not your first request, but your first request was for wisdom. And you know what? If you have money and you have riches and you have wealth, but you do not have wisdom and you do not have understanding not only how to spend the money, but how to manage that money, then it's not going to be any good to you. And so if we have it in the reverse, money without understanding, without wisdom, that's not good. But if we have wisdom and we have understanding, and then along with that, we now accumulate some money, then that's a good combination because we are going to be able to manage money. We're going to be able to know how to not only have that money that we have, but be able to get more uh, that we can accumulate and do some things with it. And so I'm going to talk to you about Solomon and his riches and his wealth. Solomon had of course, from his father's father David, he had inherited a, a vast uh, supply of, of wealth and riches. But he himself, what God had, had said, I'm going to open up 
just I'm just going to open it up for you to receive vast amount of riches. And so every year, King Solomon received over 25 tons of gold. Every year, 25 tons of gold. Now, we live in a time when gold is at a very high price. Right now, it is at a very high price. And so could you imagine that if we have just a few ounces of gold, you could translate that into a whole lot of money because it is in high demand and it is at a high cost. If you had just a couple, just not ounces, but pounds of gold, now that would get you some some good money. But you're talking about a ton of gold and not just a ton of gold that Solomon received every year, 25 tons of gold. Now that's a lot, a lot of gold. And if you were to take that gold and you were to, whatever you're going to do, melt it down, turn it into jewelry, whatever, but that that was to be traded on the market today, you'd be talking of uh, multi-billions of dollars. And every year Solomon received that. That was just what he received. So already he had his father's inheritance. Here is he having 25 tons of gold that is coming into his treasury every year. And besides that, added to that, there were taxes that were paid by the traders and the merchants and and, and uh, other people who would pass through his territory. They would have to be paying him taxes. And so he gathered all of that as well. Then the governors of each district of the Israelite districts also brought him silver and gold. So this man was, I mean, he was having wealth upon wealth, riches upon riches. He was having an abundance of supply. Here was all of these things around him. Go, In fact, it says that in Solomon's time, silver was not even counted because he had so much gold. Hear what Solomon did. He made 200 large shields each was covered with about 15 pounds of beaten gold. If, if, the, if the jewelers of today were to have 15 pounds of gold and they were to melt it down and beat it down and uh, turn it into jewelry, that would, that would translate into big dollars, into big money, large uh, sums of money. But Solomon, he just made his shields out of, of, out of gold. He had 15 pounds and he just beat them and melted them and made them into shields. 300 smaller shields, each covered with about 8 pounds of beaten gold. He had them all placed in the hall of the, of the forest of Lebanon. He had gold. He, he had just a, a large amount of it. So he just made shields of gold and he just placed them in, in, in his halls and he just had them there. The king also had a large throne made. Part of it was covered with ivory. Now that's a la- that's a, 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 a big commodity as well. And the rest of it was covered with pure gold. So he, his throne was made of ivory. Part of it was made of ivory, and part of, ma- of it was made of gold. Six steps led to the throne, and three was a footstool attached to it, covered with gold. His 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 footsteps. He had his steps 
made of gold. So here we see, when he got up to his throne, he was walking on gold. He was stepping on gold. There were arms on each side of the throne, and the figure of a lion stood at each side. Twelve figures of lions were on the steps, one at either end of each steps. No throne like this had ever existed in other kingdom. He had wealth, and he had a lot of it. He had a lot of riches. Because God had said to him, I'm going to grant you so much riches. I'm going to help you to become the richest man that ever lived. And all of Solomon's drinking cups were made of gold. And all of his utensils in the hall of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. Silver was not considered valuable in Solomon's day. He had a fleet of ocean-going ships sailing with King Hiram's fleet every year. His fleet would return, bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and monkeys. He was not only just having all of the money locally, but every three years he had he had ships that would go out and they would return every three years and they would bring in everything, all of the supplies. And so this man was living in abundance. He had a lot, a lot of wealth and like you say, if there were Forbes' uh, list of richest men, he would stand way above any of these uh, millionaires and billionaires that we have today. And Solomon, what Solomon did for us, and I, I'm really grateful for that, he sat down and he wrote not only about his riches and not only about uh, the things that he had accumulated, but he wrote about his how to manage them and not only how to just get them but how to manage them and what to do with the wealth and what to do with the riches and 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 what it is what it takes to accumulate it and to get it but what it also does once you have it how to go about uh utilizing it and sharing it and and giving it back and he has some great insights for us and so in our series proverbs and parables we're going to listen to the richest man. And if I really wanted to be successful, I wanted to be wealthy, I wanted to be rich, and there was a seminar put on by the richest man in the world, and I was able to afford to go to, to that seminar, I would go to that seminar, and I would listen keenly, and I would be taking all of the notes, and I would be uh, just listening and hanging on to every word he said, because this man is tried and proven. He is not only just talking about riches and wanting to get rich. He's not only talking about riches and, as we would say in our terms, a wannabe rich person. This man was bona fide. This man had it all. He had everything. And so he wrote down in his Proverbs what it takes to get riches, what it takes to uh, be able to be wealthy, but also how to live as a rich person and as a wealthy person. And in our series, Proverbs and Parables, we are going to be looking at what this man says, and we are going to be listening to him, and we are going to be, as it were, sitting in his seminars, and his, it's not a how to get rich quick seminar, and how to uh, get money, and how to win friends and influence people. That's not what he's talking about. He is genuinely talking about 
what riches can do and how it can become not just something that you accumulate and have, but how it can become a tool and how it can become a, a blessing in your hand so that you can bless others and share with others and what you can do with it and what, what is involved in having uh, uh, money and having wealth and having riches. And it, it is important to not just listen to the people who are out there on the radio and talking about all of these get-rich-quick uh, uh, schemes, the people on the internet who will tell you, buy into this and buy into that, and this is the stock, and here's some advice, and here's what you can do, and here's what you should do. Stop listening to those people and start listening to Solomon. Start listening to a man who's tried and proven. Here's, here's, here's what it says. King Solomon also had 4,000 stalls for his chariots and horses and had 12,000 cavalry horses. Now, if he, were, if he was in today's day, he would have had to have, he would have had a fleet. And it would not just be a fleet of just ordinary uh, cars, just, you know, just sedans and just trucks or whatever. He would have top-of-the-line cars. He would have the greatest, the best uh, just everything, I mean, he would be the first to market. As soon as it comes from the, the line of the manufacturer, it would go straight to Solomon. Solomon would order in advance. He had 12,000 uh, horses, and, and, and uh, they, they pulled his chariots, and his chariots, I mean, they were, they were great. Some of them he kept in Jerusalem and the rest he stationed in various other cities. So every place he go, he had his chariots parked and ready for him. That's how he lived. He was supreme ruler of all the kings in the territory from the Euphrates River to Philistia. And during his reign, silver was common in Jerusalem as stone and cedar and was plentiful as ordinary sycamore in the foothills of Judah. Solomon imported horses from Musri and from every other country. Solomon was living, as we say today, he was living large. He was someone who all the kings around him looked at him and he was a model of success. And so I tell you, friends, if you really want to be successful and if you really want to hear it from not just the experts and not just the people who are talking and just trying to get some words out there. Let's go to Solomon. Let's get down into the book of Proverbs. And we are going to continue in this series, listening to Solomon, listening to the wisest man that ever lived. But we are also going to hear from the richest man that ever lived, the most wealthy man that this world has ever seen. He has been around and he has been tried and proven he knows what it is to have success he knows what it is to be successful and if you want to be successful let's go on this journey together let's tap into the book of proverbs and let's hear from solomon the wisest and richest man that ever lived <music> 